couch potatoes we are back with another episode of rabbit ears and we are following the same little motif of last month we have a new guest we have a never before i guess interviewed guest for rabbit ears and in fact it is her first spot or appearance i guess i should say off of uh, movie reviews and 20 cues god damn it liz this is why i get nervous <laughs> i think you did that perfectly it was impeccable it was just spot on. It imp- it's the best thing I've ever heard. It was heard. an impediment. That's right. You can I go back and record it later. What does it matter? It's fine. I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah. I, then that's then fine. Then I'll get nervous. Yeah. I get so nervous. Well, Liz, how are you? I'm excellent, thank you. As you said, this is my very first guest spot without Sam, which frankly means that it's going to be better than anything else I've done because, you know, Sam isn't here. Suck it, Sam. We yeah, love No, I'm really Sam. super stoked to be here. Yeah, fine. He's all right. I can't say nice things about him. No, okay, that's you're hardwired to not. Yeah, well, because he never says nice things about me, so I have to like return the favor. Um, yeah, no, obviously, Sam, my co-host on Movie Reviews and Twenty Qs, is a, is a bit of a legend in the film world. But I've always felt a little bit more affinity with TV, so I was super stoked when you asked me to guest on this t- on this uh, podcast because amazing. I have a little bit of a crush on you. I listened, the first time I heard you on an episode was when I was researching movie reviews and 20 Qs or like listening to episodes before Sam came on for Daredevil. And when I heard you fucking go in on fucking the social network, I was like, this is my girl. <laughs> I fucking ride or die for this bitch. She tells it exactly like it fucking is. Also, Tom Hardy, my number three on my three oh. most guys I want to bang. Like, he's my top three celebrities. He's so beautiful. Who are your other people? I know you like Chris Hemsworth too. Who else do you like? Yeah, so Chris Hemsworth, Tom Hardy. Um, Zachary Levi is one I don't bring up a lot, but I love him from Chuck. Yeah, um, I love Chuck. The, yeah, great show. Uh, he had some interesting hair in a couple of the seasons, <laughs> but season three he kind of gets it together and he's he's fantastic. Like He's basically, if I was going to, you know, like fuck, Mary kill, he'd be right in there on the Mary. He's like just such a good laugh and such a good like because he's just a good sort and he's also crazy hot so yeah and he's got my nerd thing as well that i exactly. really like so yeah i love mm. that okay very g yeah so wait who are your three if tom hardy's your third so henry cavill and then josh right. jackson from dawson's creek oh you're a pacey girl i love pacey so much i have oh a framed God. picture of him literally looking at me there's one of mr belvedere and one of pacey right next to each other I that's amazing him. well I remember like when I watched Dawson's Creek, I always like at the time I felt bad for Dawson and I felt like he didn't get enough, you know, um, play with Joey and stuff. But you go back and watch and Pacey was like the best boyfriend in the world. Like, he was so sweet. He was such a lovely dude. Like all these little clips on YouTube. I'm like, oh, Pacey, Pacey. you know. So now I'm like, yeah, fuck you, Dawson. Although James Vanderbeek is amazing. He's a funny That's dude. what I was going to say. I, J- I fell for you. I actually follow him on Instagram. He's got a great Instagram account. Um, but I fell in love, in love with him when I saw Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23. Yes. Holy shit. So that is so good. good. He's so funny in that show. And he just takes the piss out of himself. And it's yes. excellent. He's so fucking yeah. like. And then when he actually was on Dancing with the Stars in real life, like that was such a mind fuck for me. Because he was just oh, I didn't on see Dancing that. In real life, he, James Vanderbeek was on Dancing with the Stars like last season or whatever. So it was like super fucking meta and it was amazing. That is so cool. I actually really liked him in One Tree Hill um, as well because he one. does the same thing. You haven't seen it? Uh-uh. I, my sister watched One Tree, but I didn't. So he, he does this bit where he comes in like as the potential director for a TV show, I think. And um, so kind of like he sort of plays it as this 
ridiculous version of himself and um, don't trust the bitch. Yeah, don't trust the bitch in twenty apartment twenty three. Uh-huh. Just that same kind of manic, like yeah, director, like yeah, it, it's pretty fucking funny. Like he's a good dude. Oh, I love him. And his family is fucking gorgeous. Oh, my God. His daughter in one of the Instagram posts was singing the Paula Cole song. And he's like, why are you singing that? And she's like, I don't know. I just heard it on some video game. He's like, you don't know what that's from? She's like, no. And he's like, okay, good. It was adorable. What's it from? It was the Paula Cole song um, was the intro to the Dawson's Creek show. I don't want to oh, wait. That song. Oh, that yeah. That's song. fucking hilarious. I know. It was so good. Okay. So, Liz, what are some of your other TV shows that you kind of like hold near and dear to your heart? So, um, yeah, I, I've watched a lot of TV in my time. I um, I actually, I'm going to do a little tiny plug for this app that I use, which is called Next Episode. It's amazing. You like record the TV, like you say, oh, I like this TV show. Uh-huh. It'll tell you any next episodes coming up. It has all the lists of them and you can flag your favorite ones and all that kind of stuff. So it's um quite a good record for me to see which, you know, which TV I've watched like the whole show of like the yeah. whole run and like it's really handy when um you know new shows are coming out new episodes because you can actually you get a little notification saying oh latest episode of um umbrella academy's out tomorrow or whatever and you're like hey so um that helps me keep track of all my shows and um yeah just- so on that i've got all my favorites recorded so my all-time fave is probably parks and recreation mm-hmm like it is just quality. Loved your episode on that with um, Nick uh, Haskins and Sean. Someone else I can't remember at this time. Sean yeah, Ennis. yeah, Sean. Yeah, uh, that was great. I had a good listen to that when I was actually in the MIQ and running laps around a um, 0.38 kilometer um, lap thing in the in the car park. Mm-hmm. So um, with the mask on, so that kept me entertained on that. Yeah, love that show. I am Leslie Nope. I've been told by multiple people. So um, yeah totally relate to her um I going back a bit further like Simpsons was a massive deal for my family we watched it all the time together and we still quoted at each other you know there's just certain lines we'll say and sometimes they don't even make sense like I'll just be like it's like he's wearing nothing at all nothing at all nothing at all <laughs> stupid sexy Flanders to my to my family and other people will be like what and I'm like don't worry, quote. But my family will immediately know what I'm talking about and it's hilarious. Like, oh. it's just a big thing with us. Um, yeah, I had crushes on, like, MacGyver and the Green Power Ranger when I was a kid. So, Me too! You know, I fucking the love Green Power Ranger. Yes, the green one! Oh, my God. Yeah. That ponytail Which should have hilarious. done me in, but it was so hot. I don't know. Oh, yeah, but it's hilarious because I don't actually like men with long hair. Like, that's just not, not my thing. Not at all. But actually, Tommy had the ponytail, uh, ponytail and MacGyver had, like, the... Oh, the mullet. or whatever, and I love them back in the day. So there we are, women of taste, clearly. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Um, also, shout out to like Kiwi TV. Um, there's a couple of really awesome shows that New Zealand's done. Um, personally, love um, Outrageous Fortune and the follow-on. Well, actually, it's sort of a precursor, West Side, um, all about like um, West Auckland crime family. It's quite funny and dramatic, and it's brilliant. So if you ever get the opportunity to watch that, I'd recommend. Dude, that's Obviously, awesome. Obviously, what we do in the shadows and. Um, all that sort of, yeah, sort of that Kiwi humour is really amazing. Uh, Flight of the Concords. I'm doing that in May with Paul. Fantastic, because it's a fucking good show. Like, Flight of the Concords, I just love. Um, yeah, and I just, I have quite an eclectic taste. Cause, so I also like, like I mentioned before, Umbrella Academy is amazing. Um, Orange is the New Black I loved for, like, its amazing portrayal of so many women and, like, 
men are just so not important in the show and it's quite fun to watch all these really different women come together. I really love that. True Blood, trash, but amazing. <laughs> I just binged like, all of that during quarantine. It was so such good. trash, but I couldn't stop watching it. It is. Like the point where like Suki and like, what's Sookie. her name? Warlow. And she turns into like the, like the totally trash bitch and like, oh. Dude, but, like, Alexander you know, the, the three, like, rips the guy's spleen out of his... Yeah, oh, fuck me. Eric Northman. Oh, hells yeah. He's number four now. Oh, you better now. believe. God. Yeah. Oh, so beautiful. Um, yeah, because all my friends were like... I watched, started watching it a bit after them. And they were like, oh, you've got to watch it. Eric Northman is the shit. And I was like, oh, my God, okay, I'm looking forward to it. And, like, he <laughs> start, the first one you see him in is that... I think it's episode four where they go to Fantasia. Mm-hmm. And he's got, like, the long hair. And I was just like... Oh, no, he's not my cup of tea. But then season two where he has the new haircut and he's standing there like shirtless and shit and, oh, damn. That's a big dude. This is going to be a really thirsty podcast, isn't it? (laughs) We're just going to like rave about all these hot dudes. I mean, Um, if you aren't familiar with Liz or me, then maybe you aren't expecting that. But if you are familiar (laughs) with either of us, that should be no surprise to you when we get together that that's going to be a topic of conversation. Get Absolutely, yourselves together, yeah. people, obviously. I've still got a fucking Pacey picture framed looking at me right now. Of course I'm going to fucking talk about this shit. That's amazing, and there's no judgment here. Actually, I mean, it can't be any worse than um, we recorded an episode on The Mummy yesterday with um, M from Verbal Diorama. Mm-hmm. She literally managed to work the, uh, dicks into every single answer. Like, I was just like, this is actually quite impressive. I mean, I'm pretty sure it was every answer. If not, it was close to it. So wow. I was just like, oh, my God, why are we still talking about dick on dick action? Oh, wait, this is a new conversation. Okay. So, you know, it's not just us. Wow. Okay, well, then I don't yeah. feel bad. I never did, but yeah. still. I really don't. Ditto. I am who I am. <laughs> love it or not, I don't give a shit. Okay, any other shows you want to give love to? Um, Let's see. Um, I know it's hard because you're a TV nut. That It's hard to fucking narrow it down to just like even oh 20 would be killer for me. Yeah, so actually one little class of shows that I'll give a shout out to, it actually sort of ties into the show we're reviewing today, which is Veronica Mars, is I seem to have a penchant. Is that how you say that word? Uh-huh. I seem to really like shows. <laughs> <laughs> I seem to really like shows that um, that other people don't, and they so they just don't go for long enough runs, and it makes me really sad. So, like Jericho was a really good show, and that had to end on like a um, like a cliffhanger in the middle of the second season. Um, there was Revolution, which like nobody's heard of, but I love. Um, it's like all the power goes out and it picks up like 15 years later. And uh-huh. I just find that as a really interesting concept. Um, and like the 4400 was really good. Um, all the different like, and that also came out in 2004 actually. Um, yeah, it was just like um, loads of people go missing over like 100 years and then they all come back with like powers that they discover. And so I like that kind of slight fantasy, but not, not too much. Like I'm not right. excessively, but... Yeah. That's pretty cool. So we were talking pre-roll about like how you hadn't seen Breaking Bad. What shows are on your list of like I want to watch but I haven't yet? So the number one one that I need to watch um, is The Mandalorian. And the reason I say that is because you may be aware that I am really keen to try and start up my own podcast, sort of a spin-off of Sam's called TV Reviews and 20 Qs. And maybe not 20 Qs, I haven't decided. Maybe 11 Qs. We'll see. Anyway, um so I've decided, so Sam obviously has to be my first guest on the show. And I was trying to think of the best 
TV show for that, and he's watched The Mandalorian. I haven't, but I was like, that's done by Taika Waititi, so we're doing a good Kiwi call-out. Clearly, he's obsessed with all that nerd shit, like Star Wars and whatnot. I don't have a fucking clue. I've seen, like, what have I seen? Like, Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi. Only one of them, but I can't remember which. And, like, the first movie, was it, like, The Phantom Menace? And both of those were, like, a decade ago or something. So So I know fucking nothing. I'd seen none of the movies until this summer when Dan made me watch all of them. So now I've seen all of them. So I probably will at some point. It's still not really that worth it. It's okay. You don't have to. Oh, my God. (laughs) Any fanboys listening to this are like, how fucking do you? They already fucking know. They all (laughs) fucking know. Don't trip. Go listen to movie podcasts, okay? This is about TV, bitches. Yeah, so... um. But I thought that'd be a good one. So that mm-hmm. is on my list. I'm definitely going to start watching that in the next week or so. And once we've finished, once I've finished watching that, um, Sam and I will do the first episode of TV reviews. So that is definitely number one. Um, the boys is up there because I'll be doing another episode on that with um, Nick Haskins, um, and also mm-hmm. it just looks fucking fun. And I love um, Chase Crawford from um, Gossip oh, Girl. Oh man! Oh Nate Archibald, man, he can get it. I just finished the first season on this. I knew nothing about that show going into it, and it. I'm just gonna say this: it caught me by fucking surprise, man. I was not expecting. Yeah, it's better than people think. You think like it's gonna be shit, but actually, there's it's some good storylines and good characters. Oh, and there's some dark shit. Absolutely. Fucking like I went back and actually, some of it, some of it does is real dark in the light of 2021. You know, like yeah, like the whole thing, like Chuck and Jenny, and everyone just kind of blinks and gets over it and I'm like whoa dude that's really inappropriate and then like Chuck ends up being one of these key characters and but he like basically tried to rape a 14 year old in like the first episode or something second episode so it's really crazy but I mean it's a good show and Nate can get it Um, and I also love that it's got (laughs) Anthony Starr who um, by the way was in Outrageous Fortune which is one of those Kiwi shows I was talking about and he's brilliant yeah, he plays two, like he plays twins and they're quite different and he, he just does a brilliant job. Like you really see them as two different people. So um, yeah, definitely love to check that out. And the last one that is really on my list is Fleabag because I haven't seen it. I meant to watch it in quarantine, but instead I slept really. Yes. So it's there. I will get to it, I swear. So yeah. I watched the first episode of that. It was, it, I've only watched the first episode, so I, I, I haven't given it a proper chance. And I think I was waiting on Dan, and Dan's so slow to watch it with me, so whatever. It doesn't Well, maybe matter. we could do that in a future episode. Do yes. that Fleabag. Fucking, cool. I'm down. And, um, oh, I remember one other show I didn't give a shout-out to, and I need to, is Dairy Girls. Okay. That shit is amazing. It's, I um, need to watch that one. It's so good. So it's um, Irish girls, like teenagers and the Troubles. Um, and it's – so the Troubles just kind of like the backdrop. Like it's never really a focal point. It's just like all these little side plots and stuff, like just little tiny mentions. It's really just about like growing up in a strict Catholic family, which I can really relate to. And it's fucking funny. Like it's just witty as hell. So, yeah, thoroughly love Dairy Girls. Sweet. I will have yeah. to check that out. Okay. So – I don't know if you know this or not, but this was my first time watching Veronica Mars. And so I'm really excited to have somebody to talk with about it because I haven't really gotten to. So to get to that, we have to go through the 2004 look back. So the shit that was going on in 2004, the other TV shows that premiered was Lost, which everybody at this point knows my feelings Mm -hmm. on. Desperate Housewives, Entourage and House. You said you were looking at the shows from this year. What other shows did you see that you were like excited about? 
Yeah, so House, I was like, I didn't realise they premiered the same year. Um, 4400, I mentioned before, I didn't realise mm-hmm. that premiered the same year as well. So that was really good. Like, there was definitely, and obviously Lost, like, loved the first, what, four seasons? The fifth season, I was like, mm, I'd like them to start tying up some of these storylines. And then the sixth one, I was like, the fuck is going on with you? Thank Are you. you completely lost your mind? You've ruined everything, and I hate you so much. So, um... Yep, and I that knew that it. we were going to be fucking soul sisters, yeah. Liz. I didn't know it was going to go down to that level. That makes me really happy. Yeah, exactly that, right? Like, like I just remember just going, oh, my God. Like, not Penny's boat. I was like, oh, my God. And, like, just, oh, there's so many good things to, like, season four. And then you were just like, oh, wait a minute. I checked yeah, out after, like, season sad. three. I'm not going to lie. That time travel shit pissed me off. I'm not even, yeah, I don't give a fuck about that shit. But we're not going to talk okay, about you Lost have to pick, anymore. Fuck Lost. Can we just pick, talk about one thing about Lost, what? which is, which guy would you have fucked on that show? Um, John Locke. Really? Just you because like of personality. Men. No, Sam not, will be thrilled. Oh, <laughs> well, Dan's bald. But it's it's about personality. Like, he's the only one that I wouldn't want to fucking murder. So, like, yeah. Oh, no, see, I'd all about Sawyer. Like, he doesn't need to talk. I just Oh, so you... Oh, that man is so, this, so this pretty. is fuck, not Mary. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just straight up, climb like a tree. I mean, I earlier. guess Sawyer, but, like, I, I don't know, man. I did not find any of those guys sexually attractive because I was so frustrated with where that show went. <laughs> I couldn't separate at that point. And, like, I really okay, well, fucking hated their characters. Oh, yeah. There's some real dicks so yeah, in but maybe show. Sawyer. Yes, yeah, sure, Sawyer, Sawyer, definitely Done. not Lock fucking. Was it Charlie? What's his nah. name? Jack, not Jack. No, see, so Charlie, I really liked the first time I watched it, and then I went back and watched it some years later, and I was like, no, why did I fancy Charlie? Like Mm-mm. some of my previous tastes are quite questionable. I do That's stand by okay. MacGyver though. That guy was badass. He's hot for the '80s yeah. with a mullet. Although he now is quite problematic, I think, isn't he? Like a I don't know, like a Scientologist or a it sexual assault or something. I don't know. He's a terrible. I don't know. There's so many terrible dudes in Hollywood. Isn't, Who knows? Isn't mo- most people are terrible? Like, I've never. I'm mm. not going to go down that fucking rabbit hole. You're not. I'm not going to do it. Okay, so movies from 2004. <laughs> we had Mean Girls, Harry Potter and the Prisoner <gasps> of Azkaban, uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, and it's kind of appropriate that Napoleon Dynamite came out in 2004 because Tina Majorino yeah. was like heavily featured in both. So, yay. It was obviously her time to shine. Yeah, that was I such know, a right? good film. Okay, uh, the music, um, we had all of my club anthems and then also a Maroon 5 song. So we had Toxic, yeah, She Will yeah, Be Loved, yeah. and Drop It Like It's Hot. Wow. Okay. Good times. So clearly, 2004 was a banging year for yeah. media of all kinds. It really was. Um, pop culture related, the Boston Red Sox won the World Series for the first time since 1918, breaking the curse of the Bambino. Facebook launched a social networking site, but only to Harvard students. Fucking Facebook. I know. I, I didn't mean to bring it up <laughs> twice, but of course I did. Um, the first same-sex marriage was performed in Massachusetts, and up until this year, www.whitehouse.com was a porn site, which, when I was in high school, we went, because I graduated high school in 2002, we were in the computer lab, and we were doing research for, like, our government class, and they were like, don't go to whitehouse.com, and of course, That's everybody so went to fucking funny. whitehouse.com, yeah. 
Fucking Damn, hilarious. Son. That's hilarious. I did not know that. Um, see, I was in university then and I uh, was like a residential advisor at a hall of residence. And so I had my own phone line in my room, which was very exciting. And I had dial up and we got, I think we got Veronica Mars like the first season um, on TV, but I couldn't wait for the second season. So I just remember I actually went in house sat for someone over summer and I downloaded the entire second season over LimeWire um, using dial up. Like, oh my god! I just that just cracks me up. And by two thousand four, like broadband was totally happening. Like, you know, you yeah. didn't dial up. Was I mean, people used dial up, but it wasn't as like it was starting to be a bit phased out. So that just cracks me up. Like that, I downloaded an entire. I think it took like a week or something to I download this entire did. season. That sounds like the fucking longest download of life. Oh, like every time an episode finished, I'd be like, yay! There's yeah. twenty two episodes, dude. That's fucking yeah, nuts. man. Oh but I loved the show so much. It was just, I was like, I have to have it right now. I have to have it right now. Right now. Dude. Yeah. Okay, so Veronica Mars aired from 2004 technically until 2019. Four seasons, 72 episodes, created by Rob Thomas and rated an 8.3 out of 10 on IMDb. After her best friend is murdered and her father is removed as county sheriff, Veronica Mars dedicates her life to cracking the toughest mysteries in the affluent town of Neptune. The show stars Kristen Bell, Jason Doring, Enrico Colantoni, Percy Daggs III, Francis Capra, Ryan Hansen, Teddy Dunn, Michael Mun- Money, and Tina Majorino. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, so now we get to get to the good shit. Okay, Liz. Yay. What the fuck do you love about yes. Veronica Mars? Oh my God, everything. Can I say everything? You can. I just, yeah, when I was thinking about it and I was just like, it's just such a good show for so many reasons. So basically, first thing first, obviously, Veronica Mars is just amazing. So I just really love that, you know, the show really um, really encapsulated the idea of the strong female protagonist who is flawed, who is really damaged. Like, she's not this perfect little sunshine. She didn't meet the sort of tropes you sort of expect out of TV shows about women or whatever. Um but she was just fucking smart and funny. Like the one-liners, there are just amazing lines in this. It's just very witty, but it's also very dark, you know. And I, I really liked how they went. They didn't shy away from some really um, topical stuff. Um, I was just reading up on it um, in preparation for this podcast, and I didn't realize that um, the the initial novel, Rob Thomas's novel, was written originally about a male protagonist, but he f- decided to change the gender because he felt that. Uh, females take on like the noir scene mm-hmm. would be a bit f- more refreshing and it just cracks me up. I can't even imagine Veronica Mars as a dude a male like a Victor Mars or something like what how would that no it has to be a woman and Kristen Bell nailed oh it my as God. well like she was just you couldn't have Veronica Mars without her when you were talking about how they like avoid some of the tropes there were a lot of times in watching this that she had or did something that I as the viewer was not expecting her to do and like she was vulnerable at moments that you expected her to like Mm -hmm. put on a front she was tough in the face of things that should make her quiver and be afraid like she just fucking plays it so well her acting is at a level that I never appreciated until watching this series like when she's going in and like pretending to be certain characters to get people to do whatever on a case like she just fucking crushes it she fucking kills she's just perfect she's so charming and endearing i just love her i want to be her best friend so bad she's such a wee sweetie and like super funny but yeah you're right she can do the dramatic stuff super well as well so yeah 100 percent. like she just 
owns it. Um, I get a bit. It's always a bit of a pain, like when I'm trying to incite people to watch it, because you know the the tag, the the sort of quick synopsis makes it sound really a bit cheesy, like the idea of like this teenage girl as a PI. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but it's not like Nancy Drew, like cheesy, whatever. It's like once you sort of go, well, look, it's because so her dad was the sheriff, dropped down to be a PI. Um, after he got run out of office after her best friend was murdered and, you know, he accused the wrong guy or whatever um, and she helps him in the office and, and she's trying to find out what happened to her friend. Like that sort of, once you sort of explain it down to that depth, it sounds a bit more sort of approachable. Whereas, you know, teenage PI working with her dad, I was like, that's... Yeah, that sounds dumb. That's way over the... Yeah, it's just not capturing it. They do such a good job of fleshing out this reality to where even though things seem super fantastic and ridiculous there's enough like logic at least in the world that they have built behind it that it doesn't feel unearned it doesn't feel ridiculous it makes sense in the world no absolutely and layered it's yes, so i love so layered. how layered the show is so there's this amazing website and i don't i mean to look up to see if it's still around turns out i cannot type <laughs> uh so i doesn't look the same as what i remember but um there was an amazing website called MarsInvestigations.net and it basically every episode it updated but you could basically go to the top of the, the website and there was like a little drop down and you just put the episode you were up to and therefore you'd just see the epi- like the, the details on the website without spoilers for anything you hadn't seen and it was amazing. That's so you'd awesome. be like, oh, what's happening in this mystery? And you go to the page about it. And it would only show you what you already knew so that you wouldn't be spoiled by the later layers. It was really brilliant. Um, like a really good way to do That's a TV awesome. show. Because I wanted to do research on the show, but like the one thing I didn't want to do was spoil things for myself because exactly. there's nothing worse on a detective show than having fucking shit like that spoiled for you. Yeah, the mystery spoiled. And this one, you just definitely don't want it because some of the mystery reveals, you're just like, fuck yeah! yeah. Like, whoa and yeah yeah 100 percent mind blown yeah so um yeah i i really like that they did that but i just i loved it and i love trying to figure things out and but i i in, in a way i don't really do that too much with shows like this because i quite like just being shocked and surprised yeah. and you know um you know not falling for red hearings or you know a little bit you're kind of like yeah you gotta fall for some I do want to go ahead and give a yeah. spoiler warning for this episode. Like, we haven't spoiled anything yet, but we are going to be talking full spoilers. Liz and I both obviously highly recommend the show. If you want to check it out, go check it out and then come listen to this later. Because, like, it's going to suck yeah. if you fucking get this shit spoiled for you and then try to watch it for the first time. 100%. But you really need to go watch it. It's fucking brilliant. Hit of its time. Oh, my God. It's so Top-notch good. Top-notch quality TV. So sad it ended after three seasons. I mean... As you said, technically they brought it back. And actually, I thought season four was pretty good. I really um, have a lot to say about season four, is what I'm going to say. Oh, okay, cool. Well, yeah, I mean, I liked it, I, but I, I just... I liked it, but uh, it really fucked me up. And so we'll talk about that when I'm oh, yeah. ready for it. I know. I don't... I know. <laughs> I'm not ready. <laughs> but I'm just so sad that it didn't get the chance to move forward because yeah. there weren't enough watches and stuff, you know? Like, it was great we got the three seasons and the movie and the season four later but I just wish it had gone on for like eight or nine seasons in the first place that would have been amazing yeah that would have been pretty fucking cool okay so one of the things that I kind of like didn't expect like you were talking about the darker themes and darker subject matter like the first episode Mm. we're dealing with some rape and some murder and shit like that and I was just not 
I didn't know what I was expecting going into this, but it certainly wasn't leading with that kind of shit. It actually was a little bit like Gossip Girl, which came years later. It was mm. very adult and very grown for what you thought would be its target audience. So it was just kind of like, okay, now yeah, I see you what look the fuck's at- happening. You look at the poster for this or whatever, it's like this pretty little blonde teenager. It's like, oh, she's going to help be a detective. And you think, oh, yeah, this will be pretty chill. And it's on the C fucking W. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? Oh, it started on... um, UPN, I want to say. No, she started... What did it start on? Yeah. Yeah, it was UPN and then UPN became CW. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, they upheld it and, and, you know, it had the same sort of... You know, and they obviously do that with us. Like Riverdale sort of does the same thing, right? And yeah. Yeah, but this was 2004, so that's crazy. I guess Dawson's Creek kind Absolutely. of paved the way with like Pacey being with his teacher and stuff, but not on this level. But that was handled so softly, you know, like it wasn't yeah. like a, yeah, this one just dives straight in. I do have to say, you know, um, there's a lot of rape in this show. Oh, man. Like a lot of the, you know, um, mysteries and things, there's, there's rape comes up a lot. So that's a big trigger warning, you know. If, yeah. if that's something that is going to make you uncomfortable, then be prepared for that or maybe don't watch it. Like just, it happens a lot. And they do, you know, I think they deal with it in a pretty respectful way, most of it. But there's definitely some elements that um, I found a little frustrating well, yeah. on that space. Well, there's going to be, there's characters in this show that you are supposed to hate and they do a really fucking good job of making you hate them and that's oh god yeah that's the best way to but say actually, that yeah you quite like that like like for instance because um you know when you're like oh what is your least favorite character so i was like oh i struggle with that because actually like the sheriff is such a dick oh uh, yeah but he's so he's so good exactly at what you need exactly yeah yeah mm. so it's like oh i don't hate him like because he's really good um but yeah you're exactly right that um they they do that really well, oh! But like when I'm looking at like the well, I was reading something like an article about it, and they point out like all of the female characters have been sexually assaulted or whatever in some way, you know, like defiled. And I'm like that sucks. And then I'm like, oh wait, that's probably the truth for most women actually have been like assaulted, harassed, hopefully yeah. not raped, but quite possibly, you know, like it's just I mean, and that really. Is something I've talked about recently with um, Sam on Promising Young Woman, our episode on Promising Young Woman, because that is a spectacular damn film. And um, yeah, if you like Veronica Mars, then you definitely need to see Promising Young Woman and vice versa, really. So yeah. Okay, um, so let's let's go ahead. Who I've are some of your favorite characters on this show? I feel like this is going to be a long list. So if we match, I'll just be like, yeah, we match and we'll just talk about them because there's a lot of people that I love. Great stuff. Um, This probably won't surprise you but veronica mars is Obby. my favorite <laughs> the titular character she's obviously as we talked about her she's amazing so um yep love her um logan like he's yep. just such a good foil um he's just witty and smart and just brilliant and i just love it. i mean he's t- again he's totally flawed he's a total dick um but he's I also despise him the charming. first half of the season you one. do and oh. then it somehow turns in like the space yes. of an episode or two yeah, I have to say, the moment where she kisses him, you think, you know, uh, two episodes earlier, you'd be like, oh, that'd be yeah. a bit weird. But in that space, it's brilliant. And I was just like, oh, and it feels like it came earlier than I expected, but it's still perfectly timed. And as a teen, I'm not going to lie, as like young in my young, impressionable 20s or whatever, I replayed that moment quite a lot. I love that little... <laughs> scene i just oh it's so gorgeous and they have their little kiss and then they they run away and they're like ah, i can't talk to you and yeah it's super well that's amazing. what's brilliant about this show is it manages to like 
split the time between being like a detective series and like a soap opera. So you've always got like this yeah. love triangle or this like fucking like pining or this longing. Like or teenage like angst. This- yeah, so angsty, yeah. so fucking drama filled, so many fucking emotions that they will like go into. So like you split your time between your brain and your heart, or I guess your your lady bits. I don't know. Yeah. So like <laughs> yeah. it does a good job of doing that. Definitely oh I'll tell you what, Logan in the in the season movie four. in season four, definitely my lady bits, I'm telling you. Ooh. Son, blue trunk, oh my Durling. god. I was not oh, expecting love that. That, one. that was bananas. Yeah. It was quite weird to then see him in iZombie. I don't know if you've watched that. I well, I watched the first few seasons, but like so I also wanted to go back and now I want to rewatch iZombie and rewatch Party Down after having seen Veronica Mars because they're both Rob, Tom- Rob Thomas joints and so there's always like yeah. so like in the first episode of Party Down I've now seen Keith Mars full frontal which really bothers me I always meant to watch Party Down and I always forgot like I've forgotten that I want to do that so I need to go and watch Party Down because yeah. they've obviously got Adam Scott who also appears as, as a um, one of episode in Veronica Mars um but obviously I love him because I'm Leslie Nope and he's my Ben so yeah yeah um that would be really good to see him as well and obviously it's got um Dick as well uh but uh Ryan Henson yeah Dick Casablancas it's got fucking um Kristen Bell's in there for like a good little like arc of series oh, J.K. Cool. Simmons is in a few episodes like oh, and he's quality all the time uh, like yeah he's just fucking pure love class I love J.K. Simmons yeah yeah, I, I waxed lyrical about him in our episode about Palm Springs. Like, he's brilliant in that I movie. I love him so much. And Whiplash is one yeah. of my favorite movies ever. And he's just Oh, we'll so be reviewing fucking... that soon. I haven't <gasps> seen it, so I look forward to it. Oh, my yeah. God. I watched it, I want to say, like, twice in the first 24 hours that I saw it. I was like, it's so captivating. Excellent. I love it. Cool, because Sam was like, oh, we're going to do Whiplash. And I was like, I don't know what this is. I and I looked it up, I was like, this looks cool. I... If it came from Dan, then it really came from me. I think me. it did. That's me! <laughs> Yay! Yay! Thank you very much. You're welcome. Um, yeah, no, so that'll be happening soon. So, yeah, that'll be good to see. Um, you know, he's a he's a legend. Um, other than Logan, um, I love Weevil and his whole subplot and stories. And, like, he's just the perfect, like, biker with a heart of gold type yes. scenario. And, sh- and it's so sad, like, to watch him trying to go good and things go wrong. And, oh, I just rewatched the clip of him um, at graduation. And, like, oh, me too. Um, the sheriff is pulling him out. And he's like, man, just give me 10 minutes. Just let me graduate. I was like, don't be such a dick. And the sheriff's was- like, you will have the right to remain so and like actually playing it up and you're like, I hate you so much. Yeah. Like all you want, all you want at that moment is for Weevil to graduate. So like five seconds later, just like, cause it's, we're talking right about it. But one of my favorite moments is when, when Veronica's graduating and like people are cheering for her and like, you can see she yeah. wasn't expecting it. She's so and then, shocked. And then Clemens is like so nice to her. And he was like, I don't know if I'm going to be, it's going to be easier or harder without you here. Like, oh, she's like, don't put your passwords on the bottom of your stapler. And he's like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love how they just like then in that little clip, the, the camera like flashes to certain people in the audience that she's helped. And yeah. I thought that was a really nice touch because she, like, I think if everyone had just clapped, you would be like, oh yeah, I suppose she's got some fans now or whatever. But actually then playing to show them, I was like, oh yeah, of course they'd like her. And oh yeah, I just thought it was a really nice little touch. So that was sweet. a great moment. Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry, I skipped ahead. I couldn't yeah. help myself. No, no, totally fine. Okay, who else um, do you love? I would also just... Throw out a couple of um, other big thumbs up to Cliff and Vinny. Yes! As little side characters. Love those guys. Oh, my God. Just amazing. I love like, them so much. Cliff's voice. like. Oh, yes. There was one part. I mean, I wrote it down because I'm terrible at memorizing quotes. 
But there was this one point, I think it was season two, when Cliff is representing Logan because he's the court appointed for Logan. He's like, your court yeah, date yeah. is in 60 days. And he's like, what does he say? My, 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 whatever will I wear? And then Logan refuses hit the DA's plea bargain. And then fucking Cliff says to him, if it helps decide on your wardrobe, I'll be wearing an I'm with stupid t-shirt. I love that. So good. Like, that's what I mean. So many just really witty lines. You're just like, yeah, that's so good. The writing is phenomenal. Oh, it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Actually, bang on. Like, um, but yeah, Cliff is hilarious. I love the other bit where he's doing the um, pretending to do the voiceover bit Mm. when they're trying to get in the the deadbeat husband. Yeah. That's hilarious. Like, but and and this bit, oh, where Keith comes and lets him out when he's uh, in the bedroom and he's being like locked up there. Oh, yeah handcuffs fucking funny and he's in the lift oh sorry he's there when they were looking at the um this the video of the lift um with uh don lamb in madison and right and like yeah yeah fucking that's madison. fucking funny too what a cunt yeah oh yes and then um the the sheriff's like what she's 18 it's legal and then they actually already predicted he'd say that and they had that like <laughs> as the tagline like what she's 18 it's legal i was like Oh, love it. Love you. Oh, they so good. They fucking thought of everything. Yeah. And then Vinny is the perfect sleaze. Like, he's just hilarious. And he's he's a good dude. There's a few times when he helps her out and you're like, you're not so bad. Like, when he's in the um uh the Fitzpatrick's bar and he gets her out of that really tight spot. Oh, like, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. And, but then he will have fucking hold his meetings in a strip club. So, like. Oh, yeah. Like, he's just such a sleaze. He really rides that line. Yeah, he's so smarmy. And the, the actor, is it Ken Marino? Yes, so I love Ken Marino. Yeah. He's on he, party He's down perfect too. for it as well. Yes, that's right. And he's just perfect for that role. He's just perfect. And I love the bit where he's, like, singing into the phone. Uh, sorry, singing into the pen. Oh, yeah. Like, when he realizes that she's bugged him, but then she's actually bugged him a second way. I find that hilarious. Like, it's just, oh, so much good stuff in the show. The show is not only, like, the writing is so smart, but, like, the, I I mean, I guess this is part of writing, too, not just, like, writing, like, dialogue, but, like, the fucking scenarios that they figure ways into and out of is just so well done. I love it. I never see it coming how they're going to do it, but then it seems so fucking brilliant when they reveal it. And how different little elements, like like the mystery of the week, if you will, yeah. um, like then ties into the bigger mystery sometimes. Like and there's all yeah, like I said, those layers of different elements are just all playing together. Like um, Tad and Carmen, where she works out that um, where she sees the video and she's like, "Wait a minute, I know what this is." And you got yeah. drugged. Wait, I got drugged. Like yeah, I just that was because you didn't see it coming. You were like, "Oh yeah, this is just about this thing. Who cares?" And then there you go. And um, then all of a sudden, you've got some momentum into the fucking like. Who killed Lily Kane? Who raped me? Because there's each season, there's like multiple, like season long or like multi episode mysteries that there are to figure out in addition to like the, the mystery of the week. So, like, mm. you're always working on these, all these different angles and all these different things. And it's just like, and then you've got the soap opera shit woven in between it. It's just so much happening at once. This it. was where this show was one where I really got into like social media or you know online communities because there was so much theorizing about the answers to the different mysteries and so like that website I mentioned they I think they had like a page about theories at this point and you know how this stuff works together and yeah I just it was such a great community to be part of and um there was a oh, I can't remember there was a website that used to do amazing TV recaps and of each episode and I used to read them after every episode I watched to make sure I hadn't missed anything and oh, I can't remember what it was it's not around anymore I think it turned into tvline.net but um yeah it's um yeah there was some amazing 
websites and stuff. Like it was yeah, such a great community awesome. of people. Like people loved the show, just not enough people, sadly. Well, I got to it way too late, but there is some shit on this show. Hold on, we're not going to go there yet. Who else do you love? Like, I actually, I'll just tell you who I love real quick. Yeah, and then we'll go over that. So, like Veronica, Keith, Mac, Wallace, Cliff, Vinny, and Weevil were mine that I fucking love. Keith Mars is like the fucking, like I love him so much. He's so funny. He gets so so much props. I love him. Yeah. Oh, he's a great dad. Like he's they, you know, like when people are like, "Oh, what's the best daddy, dad and kid like relationship?" Obviously, Keith and Veronica right up yes. there. I feel like he gets a lot of props, so I thought, well, I won't bring him up immediately because I figured you would. So, oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, like they're and they're responsible for some of the really funniest bits as well. Like like some of the best like lines and jokes and yeah, it's awesome. And it's just really clear that they adore each other and they care so much for each other. And that's really nice. And they both um, have like these fucking like inside jokes where they'll do like the old like man, say some of the fishes like banter with each other yeah and have, like, exactly all these fucking like old school phrases that they'll drop out and they just fucking like keep like riffing on each other and it's so fucking ridiculous but they're just like cracking themselves super up. cute i love them oh yeah and they love it and yeah like so the whole mystery there's a whole subplot where is veronica really keith's daughter or oh, is, man, she the, is she the daughter up. of the schlubby sheriff or is she the daughter of the king and the queen of the ball and i was like Clearly, she's Keith's daughter because she has inherited his sense of humor. Yes. Like, hello. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I was kind of like, nah, nah, she won't be Jake King. It was fucking me up for a minute, though. Like, even just the thought of it. And then, like, I love that she threw away her results. And then, like, when it came out, like, that it was, like, oh. I fucking got misty. I'm not going to like, because I'm a daddy's 100% girl. Like, I cried. <sighs> um, her crying when she finds out about it as well. Like, the possibility it's Jake Kane. But I. In the end, I wasn't surprised that she wasn't Jake Kane's daughter because then they would have actually had incest, and I thought that might be taking it a bit far because yeah. she she knew she'd slept with Duncan by that stage, or I can't remember. But anyway, like she'd made out with him. Yeah, she definitely made out. With him. Well, then because they found out about uh, Keith being the dad for sure, and like either the last episode or the second to last episode of the first season. But like, so, like- I think she heard from Abel Kuntz. She, yeah, but no. Uh, so she heard from Abel Kuntz that he might not be her dad, before she found out about Duncan having had sex with her at the party, right? I think so. So actually, I think there was a period there where she where didn't she know she'd had unsure, sex with him. yeah. And then there was a period where she knew she'd had sex with him and she didn't know if he was her brother, so that's kind of gross. So, yeah, um, yeah I was quite glad once that was resolved to not be the case. It was like, phew. Although it did mean that um, Duncan, she ended up going out with Duncan for like half a season two, which, um, pause, on the favorite characters because I have one more that I'll mention there, but um, yeah, Duncan will be my number one on the least favorite characters. Me too. But um, before we get onto that, I just wanted to say yes, you're absolutely right on Mac, and I really love that they made her computer geek friend a girl in 2004. That's awesome because yeah. obviously 2004 girls obviously went to computers, but there was a lot of you know it was all dudes on computer university courses and stuff, so. I actually did a comp paper in Comp 101 or Comp 201 or whatever in 2004 and I worked at our university computer labs and, um, yeah, there was definitely more men there. But uh, to be fair, my boss was really good about hiring women. Like he really wanted to get women in because we were good at explaining stuff and, you know, whatever. But, um, yeah, it was good to see them not just immediately go, oh, well, we need a computer geek. Here's a dude. Like, and that her best friend was a, du- a dude as well. Like, so that they yeah. flipped the gender stereotypes there. I thought that was really good. Well, and then, but it was 
wasn't like she didn't have girls that she was friends with. So they did a good job of keeping her balanced. Like she was tight yeah. with Meg for a while. She she wasn't like what you would call like a guy's girl where she like couldn't get along with women. She got along with everybody who, if you were good to her, yeah. she was good to she you. She either got along with nobody or everybody. It wasn't about well, gender. Right. And it was always yeah. fucking flipping. Like she was either like fucking everybody's favorite or the fucking skank from down on yeah. the wrong side well, of the I, track. But it went from her as well. Like she was very much like, oh, Vanda, you're like, the, was it Vonda or Wanda or whatever? Vanya? I can't remember. What's the name of the... The pirate points. Oh, Vanya. oh, 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 Vanda. Wanda. Yeah, Wanda. Wanda. That's the girl, yeah. yeah. So Wanda, you know, she's like, yeah, you're cool, we're fun, whatever, this is amazing, you're a great friend. Bam, girl does something that Veronica doesn't like. You are dead to me, bitch. Get the fuck out of my face. Like, and she, I think she really learned that from Lily, actually, like, because you see Lily when she shuts out Yolanda, like. Yeah. Yep, yeah, bitch does something I don't like, get the fuck out of my face. And, like, that's quite a full-on response. But, like, um, yeah, I, I like that they did that, you know? She has exhibited and admitted to having a lot of fucking trust issues, and they are justified. Like, she's got reasons to have trust yeah. issues. So, like, I get it. I like that they gave her logical flaws. Like, they gave her logical flaws that would fit with her character, and they explained them. Um, but she, you know, like, I just thought it was really well done, like, all about that. So, and yeah, like, anyway, no but, yeah, matter, Mac was badass. Yeah. But I was going to say, no matter how smart she is, because she's, like, super advanced, like, they talk about a lot of time that she's, like, really fucking quick, she still can't avoid, like, falling victim to her character flaws. Like, she's going to be done in by them every time. So I think that's quite interesting, too. Absolutely, yeah. And, and it was good, because you don't necessarily always see that, like... Well, she's really quick, so she'll get this. And you're like, yeah, but would she? Because, you know, as you say, she's got these flaws that make her see people in certain ways. And no, I thought it was really good. Um, yeah. Okay, so who else do you despise or not like besides Duncan? Well, Duncan I hate for obvious reason. Like, he was just so dull and everyone hated him. And I love that the, like, this was really early on in shipping, right, where people had, they didn't, they'd only just sort of started doing the portmanteaus of the character names, you know, like, and so I love that Veronica and Logan's one was love and Veronica and Duncan was VD. <laughs> I just thought that was a bit of a sign that it wasn't necessarily, you know, um, the best relationship in the world. But yeah, he was just dull. I feel like um, he was really great in the bits where you just didn't quite know what to expect with him with his mental illness issue. Yeah. Um, that was really cool. And they, could have done a bit more of that, but in like season two, they just kind of made him this very bland nothing, and it was like, okay, see ya. He was super fucking yeah. boring season two. Yeah. Like, he was very vanilla season one, and then he was just like beige as fuck season two. But then there were the bits where he went mental and started like bashing the door into the car or whatever, yeah. and you know, and you were like, okay, you're kind of freaky but, now. That's interesting. But then interesting. they sent him then... off with a baby for the other half of the season, and so he was just gone. Yeah, yeah, it was hilarious, like super random. And I thought they might have brought him back in in like season three or four or something, you know, like, or, uh, sorry, season um, four or the movie or something, you know, just a bit of a call yeah, out. something. No. They were like, everyone hates him. We're not bothering with it. Um, I'm fine with that. Uh, Madison is such a bitch. And she like, really sucks. She's supposed to be such a bitch, but it just gave me flashbacks to the bitches in high school that I hated. So that was difficult. And she's just super gross too. Like who spits in their drink and gives it to someone else? That's disgusting. Yes. You're a disgusting human being. <laughs> like, bleh. Yeah, so She's I, the worst. She is the worst. And, like, they needed that kind of person and stuff, so that was fine. Right. But, like, 
It wasn't like Lamb where he made things funny. Like he just kind of, you know, where Veronica got the best of him and that was excellent. Like Madison actually almost gets the best of her in a couple of times, you know, not because Madison's a genius or anything, just because society is fucked. And, um, you know, like because she's got all the money and, you know, she bangs her boy, you know, Logan at one point and all that kind of thing. And so oh. it just, yeah, she just kind of was a bit of a Debbie Downer. I'm not even ready to go to that point, let alone the season four shit with Logan. Like, how could you fuck Madison, dude? Season three. How could you do that? that I know that's season three and then the season four yeah, stuff yeah. I'm definitely not ready to talk about. But season three, like, how the fuck did you fuck Madison, dude? You can't tell yeah. me you love Veronica and then you go do that. Yeah. Nah, you must really hate yourself to, to drop that low. Like, oh my God. Yeah, I get that she was there and willing, but look, you're a hot dude. You could definitely get someone else. Like, don't fuck Madison. Like, come on. Yeah. That was crazy. I felt the baby switch storyline with Madison was a bit frustrating because they never did anything further with it. No, they didn't. You they know? just had like the the hand to the window and then the drive off. And, then and that was, was it. And I thought, again. God, that would have been something cool to call back on again. And they never did because, you know, clearly um, I would have just sort of, it's great. Like Madison never knew. And I thought that was a real shame because I would have loved to see her trying to assimilate herself with the fact that she came from this poor down to earth kind of family. Well, not poor, but you know what I mean? Like but middle class, not super rich. And yeah. Yeah. Like I think that could have been a really interesting avenue to explore. Or even that Mac had a sister. I want Mac and her sister to get to see each other. Yeah. Friend. That would have been cool to come if nothing up nothing else like they both deserve to fucking know each other 100 percent. yeah so that was yeah that was a bit of a shame with that um and then in the season three people didn't like piz i actually didn't mind piz i thought piz was kind of funny um i found parker a little bit eh. like i found like um i don't know i don't think it was necessarily the actress that played her necessarily i just found her a bit of a two-dimensional character a bit or like she she had these elements to her character, but it wasn't really fleshed out. And she was just kind of meant to be there as this sad, you know, victim. And then like this perky person. And it just, yeah, she just didn't, yeah, I didn't like resonate her with me the rest is the rest. Just, yeah. Now you've literally already mentioned my list. It was Duncan Parker and Piz. And Piz is like, he's fine, but like fine doesn't cut it on this show because I need to feel like strongly about you. The people on my list are not people that I hated because like the people that I hated, I was supposed to hate. And so I appreciated that. Yeah, so I was like, I can't put them in because that's the point. Yeah. But um, like, like Wallace, I thought was a little bit bland as well. I, I like, I didn't find, I didn't hate him or dislike him even. I just, uh, he's definitely never going to be in my favourites list. Um, he was there very much as like the foil, but you know, he got a little bit of development. You kind of understood his character a bit. Um, and yeah, I liked Piz, and I think they needed to have Veronica try dating someone outside of Logan. But the problem was that they they knew Veronica and Logan were in game. Or so we thought. <laughs> Can't handle it. Girl. But um yeah. They just so they, they didn't put enough effort into Piz, making Piz a realistic no. pickup. So that was a bit of a shame. But um And he yeah. was just like there was nothing, I guess, dark about him really. Cause like and even in the fourth season. Yeah, he was we soft kind of and show, fluffy, like, wasn't he? He was soft and fluffy and Veronica, there's something about her that's attracted to like that little bit of yeah. darkness and Piz was You could see she was trying to her. grow and stuff and like, you know what I thought was weird was that they picked up ten years later and she's dating Piz. What the fuck then- was that? I was like, wait, so she'd been dating Piz for 10 years and they're not married or like, I don't know, but although she was against marriage or whatever, but. Yeah, the vibe I got was like that they had only been now dating for a few months, like that it was just. That they'd reconnected. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, why bring Piz into it at all then? Like, just get a new guy that she's dating or whatever. 
I did like yeah. that they referenced him in season four, though. That was funny because they didn't show him because Piz is in the movie, but like most of these other people weren't in the fucking movie. And then everybody's in fucking season four, but Piz is. And he's like, I think Piz is back there, too. I was like, yeah. Oh, that's funny. Nice. Fucking, it cracked me up. Um, yeah, that was quality. Um, okay, so what are some of your favorite like moments, episodes, seasons? Let's just talk about like shit that you fucking love watching on the show. Well, I just know that they're going to be exactly the same as you because they're the same as everyone because they're <laughs> fucking spectacular and everyone loves them. So, um, as I said before, I love the Logan and Veronica first kiss. That was such a cool little moment that you weren't expecting but felt really perfect. Um, and actually that whole development of their relationship over those two or three episodes, like I really liked that. Um, that Again, that they used something really tragic and built on that and, and, and used that to sort of develop the relationship into something positive that was really good. Um, the reveals as they happen, like all of those amazing reveals. Like when she's watching the video with Duncan and Aaron's head pops up on the oh screen. You're just God. like, no, my God. And, yeah. That whole and fucking like, episode is nuts, I know. dude. And when he's like got her in the fridge and he's like sitting her yeah. on fire, like trying to sit on well, fire and shit. Like, you're like... Oh my he god! Pops like out of the back of her car, and then she like oh tries to fucking god. like wreck it, and then Keith comes in and gets fucking caught on fire after the fucking like, and then Aaron before that even fucking like brained the guy's house that they were in. Yes, he just goes full fucking psycho, and then he gets off, and you're like the How? fuck. How did oh. he get off for all? Okay, um, get, I get it. He the gets American off for justice Lily, system and the patriarchy, I would uh. say. <laughs> but I like that, that actually, like, that was the kind of thing I, I really like about Veronica Mars is that it's truthful. You know, it is a noir series and it is dark and it goes, yeah, hey, look, there are all these problems that need to be addressed. And this is one of them. Rich white guy has good lawyer. Uh, like, it frustrated me that Logan got both copies of the tapes and could destroy them and then they didn't believe what was on the tapes or like that was a bit frustrating. But that's some bullshit. I kind of was like, yeah, that probably would happen, which is super depressing. Like. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's gonna t- the people with the good lawyers are gonna fucking pounce on some shit like that. Also, you said patriarchy, so I have to do a mini shot. Oh, nice! I like that. That's a good rule. Don't take advantage of that. I'm only gonna do it that once. <laughs> Deal. Okay, that's fine. Um, yeah, and it was gonna happen in this episode at some point because hello. I knew it was. Um, I just was waiting yeah. for it. Hundred um, percent. Yep. So yeah, obviously season one, the end of that was just spectacular. Like all the different bits where um, they find the tapes and then they watch the tapes and then she knows what happened. And then, yep, all of that amazing. But actually, and while I would say season one is the better season of season one and two, season two's final finale is possibly better because it is so fucking mind blowing. Like the bit where the the not pictured where she sees the photo and she's just like. Oh my god, and it's Cassidy, not pictured Cassidy Caps to the Blancas. Yeah. Gina. And you didn't yeah. even fucking expect you just it. Were like, like you didn't expect him to have anything to do with it. You've not expected anything from him this and entire it time. And suddenly just goes, holy shit, and he was a sweet guy. And the moment I really love and is a really big call out to the actor, Carl Goldman, was it? Go- uh, oh god, I don't remember his Galling? name. He upset yeah. me so I didn't write his shit down. <laughs> And he gave Mac issues too. Carl Gallner. It was Carl Gallner. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Carl Gallner. Like, credit to him because you kind of just saw him as this, you know, little Weasley, little sad little brother and whatever. But there is just this one moment where he's in the room with Mac and she's in the shower or bathroom, whatever. Shower, I think. And um, he picks up her phone and he sees the message that Veronica has said, you know, Mac, 911 Beaver is a killer. Get away from him. Um, And... 
he's looking at it and so he looks at it and his face is just this innocent wee sad sack beaver who can't get it up and then he it flicks to the phone and it flicks back to him and his face suddenly changes almost almost not at all it just changes enough and he suddenly just has this cruel like darkness on his face and you're like oh damn like I just I remember seeing that and every time I watch it I'm astounded by how he just changes in that moment and um obviously the entire rooftop scene is oh my just god heart-wrenching you were saying that you've just re-watched it yes i just watched it again i was watching it um right before we recorded so like when Kristen bell like or veronica thinks her dad's on the plane and she's trying to call yeah. and she's like please pick up please pick up like you see the fucking desperation in her everything is just so fucking realistic and believable. all three of the actors on that roof They're killing it top-notch acting in that scene like all three of them are just perfect like um logan like desperately trying to stop her from killing Beaver and, and Beaver when he's like standing on the step and Logan's like Beaver and he's like my name is Cassidy and you're like oh my god like I just oh I'm uh, tearing up a bit just thinking about it, it was just yeah. so raw and emotional oh. it's just brilliant piece of and then you TV. think about all the shit like that has actually come to light like you found out first of all backtrack for just a second because this show does a great job of giving i guess actors with normally wholesome reputations a chance to be real fucking dark like steve gutenberg is a pedophile adam scott as a fucking statutory rapist harry motherfucking hamlin as aaron eccles is chilling like fucking chilling so like also i loved that him and lisa renner were married to each other and like all their pictures of them were like actually of them around the house like it's so cute i love that yeah, that was really There's, clever. And I'm a big Real Housewives fan, so I know, like, Harry as Lisa Rinna's husband more than... Well, also in Don't Trust the Bee, because Harry Hamlin would come, come on and be like, sweet, sweet Harry Hamlin. Oh, I didn't remember that. Nice. In the People Magazine episode, like, fucking, yes. uh, what's her name, is obsessed with Harry Hamlin's... I forgot about like, that. Oh, Gia. Yeah. I mean, but oh, yeah, not Gia. Oh, yeah, and Kristen Renner, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love her too. Yeah, she was great. I love her whole first, just as a quick, you know, jump off the best moments. But actually, it is kind of one of my favorite moments is where she introduces herself and she was like, I didn't know what you like. So I went for like, was I going to be like West Coast Preppy or like East Coast Rua? And everyone's just like, what is going on right now? Like, who is this person? I just thought that was amazing. She's a lot. She is, and I love her. I just think she's hilarious. Oh, the whole um, dance scene, so the Sadie Hawkins dance, and she's like, tell me what you really think about me. And Logan's like, well, and then, like, Veronica drags them away, and they have their really beautiful dance. Like, I just that whole bit is amazing. Um, oh. Yeah, so this, this is the thing. The show has amazing, like, heartfelt moments, but also really dark and terrifying moments. And, um, oh, the, and the bus goes off the cliff. You oh, weren't my expecting God. that. Christ. No. No, like, that like fucking, oh my lord. That and then in season four when there was a second bombing, that was the other time I was like yes. really caught by surprise. Like, what the fuck? And the bad guy in season four, I didn't see it. Uh-uh. Which is, you know, I feel like it could have been obvious, but no, nah, didn't see it. And I love, again, it's the same sort of thing that it was. Um, Patton Oswalt? Uh, yes. I love that the evil guy was Patton Oswalt. I mean, he's like the sweetest little dude. He yes. did a Star Wars filibuster exactly. for Parks and Recreation. Like, that was perfect. I just, oh. Yeah, they quality. really do a good job of, like, letting people kind of fucking play with this level of darkness and just really, like, fuck shit up. Steve Gutenberg's in an episode of Party Down, by the way. I just remembered that. Oh, nice. Nice. Oh, yeah, I thought that was great with Woody, that he turns out to be this total sleeves, because actually oh, was perfect. Oh, my God. Like, when he's trying to escape in his, like, boxes and his wife beat a singlet, and you're just like, <sighs> yeah, you are really sleazy. 
but yeah, there's trash. always hints to it when you go back and watch because he is really skeezy in earlier bits and because well, um, in the one of the first episodes he's in, he's like coaching his fucking little league and he's like talking to Keith about running for sheriff. I'm like, oh, like rewatching that, it was super uncomfortable. Yeah, exactly. So it's really good. It's a good show to watch, but then it's a really good show to rewatch and pick up those little nuances that you might have missed the previous yeah, time. Yeah, I'm paying. Like, I started rewatching season two and I got like three or four episodes in and then I skipped to the finale because I just wanted to watch it again. But I was like paying a lot of attention to Beaver and like. Noticing stuff. And then I noticed, because I had forgotten this, because at the end of season two, she's like, so you raped me. Like, that's how I got chlamydia or whatever. So then I realized. still thinks I'm a virgin. Well, that. But then I also realized that she and Duncan also had sex that night because, like, they had their consensual sex. So, like, that poor girl. Like, that's so fucked up. That she got raped and she got, like, I guess, ecstasy. Yeah, and my question is, if. Beaver must have had sex with her first, I think. Yeah, so I think he that did. means that he gave her chlamydia. Does that mean that she gave chlamydia to Duncan? I don't know how that works. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how chlamydia works. Thankfully, I don't know if that's like if that you have to let that. Is it chlamydia? I think that's a flower on a trellis in my garden. <laughs> well, my trellis is a whore. <laughs> Love that. I actually have a friend who really loves Veronica Mars as well. She actually gave me a Mars Investigations mug once, which was oh. cool. And inside, so I hate coriander. It's the devil's herb. And um, our supermarket, one of our supermarkets, gives away these little grow-your-own plants, like little plant-in-a-pot type thing. Yeah. It's like a seed and a bit of dirt. And um, she got me one of coriander. But when I actually opened it up, like she'd crossed out, like she'd put a little label of the coriander and she'd written chlamydia. So she gave <laughs> me chlamydia to... Grow on my garden. I was like, that is a very Veronica Mars present. So that was really bad. That's fucking adorable. So that's a big shout out to my friend Liz. Um, yeah, brilliant, brilliant present. Um, I laughed for a long time. It was really good. Um, yeah. Do you but, still uh, have chlamydia? Uh, no. Um, <laughs> so pills cleared that right up. So it was fine. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I love. Yeah, so it was really funny that that came up and the conversation, and then it turns out she has it. And yeah, anyway. Um, what was I going to say? Can't remember. Um, were there any other scenes that really stuck out to me? One of my favorite episodes was the um, the rescue business episode, where like they're accidentally involved with like the Russian mafia and they're trying to find this guy Tom Cruise and like there's yes. all the Tom Cruise references and the Kalahuna leopard dog. Yeah. Why do I know the name of that dog? I don't know, but it's the <laughs> Kalahuna leopard dog. Well, then they were, like, talking about, like, who would have, like, whatever, like, well, Tom Cruise would, and then at the end, they're, like, doing the 80s dance, and fucking Logan is, like, he's breaking down because, like, he thought his mom was alive, and it turns out it's just fucking Allison Hannigan, so he comes to the fucking part, like, the 80s dance, and just his, like, button-up white shirt, and fucking Veronica's like, I cannot escape Tom Cruise, he's just everywhere. So clever. Oh, and how cute did she look dressed as, like, Madonna? Oh, so cute. Oh, so my cute. Lord. I loved that fucking Keith looked up how to say hi in Russian for when he turned around with the fucking hitman there. Oh, yeah. Like, Amazing. so cute. Oh, so, so cute. Just... I fucking love Leo so much. Like, he's... Uh, oh. I, I do, but then I remember that he was a cop in his 20s who wanted to go out with the underage 17 year old yeah and then i remember he stole the fucking aaron eccles tapes for money yeah yeah so it's got although you know he had a and then i was like i kind of like that he had such a sweet reason for it but yeah there's a lot of problematic shit about leo 
I love that they There's brought him back. There's a lot of problematic shit about Logan, too. So, like, I get it. Yeah. There's problems um, with everybody. But, yeah. Yeah, clearly. I just um, found him so charming sometimes, though. I love that they brought him back for to, to stalk yes! Gia. And, like, when Veronica's like, uh, so you're stalking Gia now? And he's like, no. Like, I just... I just that was a really clever little bit that it, that was him. Yeah, they're just so good with like callbacks and um, you know just uh, bringing up stuff that you'd basically forgotten and then like explaining it or giving development to it and you just think, oh yeah, oh my god, yes. Well, dude, I loved it in brilliant. season four when she went to the prison and was fucking interviewing like Tim <laughs> and Mercer and they're like, you think I wouldn't be right. st- still in here for fifteen years for rape? But here I am. <laughs> Fuck, that was I've forgotten about that, that she did that. So I watched season four, but I've only watched it once, whereas I've watched all the rest of it probably three times. So I'm not so, I don't remember it so much, but I think I need to go back and rewatch the whole, this is making me really want to go back and watch the whole series again. It, it'll do that. Season four, I didn't get into, it took me a few episodes. So like the third episode, I was expecting like, okay, like this should have been picked up by now. Like it was a really slow episode. It was starting to border on, they're ridiculous with like some of the shit that was happening. Like I want to say in that episode, the rednecks had like kidnapped the senator, and then the fucking cartel guys tried to like rescue him. It was just like there was so much fucking stupid shit that was outside of the Veronica Mars storyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That exactly. I was like kind of checking out, and then that second bombing at the end of the episode, I was snapped right back in, and it fucking took off from there. They were good like that. Um, I have to say, yeah, I really liked the cartel stuff. Like, I thought that was, like, that if it had just been that and then sort of softened up on some of the other stuff, I thought the cartel yeah. being the whole thing, I thought it was brilliant. Um, and I especially the way that um, Dick Casablanca Sr. gets his comeuppance at oh, the end. Oh, so satisfying. Because you just, like, you just didn't guests. expect that they would literally, like, stab it. Did they stab a sword through his gut or something? Yeah, they they ran And then they decapitated behind. him? And then, yeah. Fucking hell! Like, that was that amazing! Was fucking, I was like, was... holy shit. Because, I mean, look, he was responsible for Beaver turning into such a fucking psycho. Well, part of it, yep. anyway. So, yeah, it was good. It was quite satisfying there. And, yeah, like, J.K. Simmons really makes that season two. There's a lot of satisfying deaths on this show, which I feel really good about. I, in fact, when I do Mary Bang Kill, I didn't kill people who were killed on the show because I felt like they'd already done it so well that I didn't need to do it again. So, like... Fair cool. Fucking... Well, do you want to do Mary Bang Kill now? No, 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 no. I'm not we ready We can't yet. do it out of order. Okay. No, we're not. It's I'm fair. just saying, like, I was talking about, like, how much I love how they killed people. Yeah. Really, really well. Except for so the good. final one that I hated with the passion of my soul and broke my heart and I couldn't cope with it for like that was fucked up weeks like how could you do that to us so like this is kind of ruined because like dan and i if we ever do get married will be like a courthouse wedding and that is now tainted for me like i am fucked up about the whole fucking situation that it yep. happened like we're just gonna talk like we haven't really spoiled too well, i guess we have spoiled enough but like i thought it was over I thought it was done and like they were going to be happily ever after. Yep. And then he fucking gets exploded and then it cuts to a year later and literally all of big dick shit has like succeeded even though he's dead. Everybody's running out of town. Everything fucking sucks. And we should have known that would happen. We really should have known it would happen because that's exactly what happened in season three, right? Like all the yeah. shit goes, hits the fan and you think it's sorted. You're like, no, no, Veronica's tied it up. We're fine. You know, she's bribed... um Jake Kane or whatever, and it's all mm-hmm. going to be fine. 
and then it all comes crashing down again and it fucks everything up. And you're like, it's that's the nature of noir, right? Like, it's not a happy ending. That's the whole no. point. But I really would have liked them to at least have had a bit of a happy ending. Come on, man. Yes. And Logan. I yeah, mean, they're really a toxic relationship. No question. Like, they, they're not necessarily good for each other, but they were, like, the only ones for each other as well. So, like, With I just can't imagine her ending up with anyone else. Like, yeah. Like, fuck. Yeah. And Logan was such a keeper. He's He had grown and done so much work with himself, and he had done so much. I was so proud of him. And then when it cut to after he's been dead a year and she's in therapy finally, I fucking... Because Dan can attest, he was oh. in the other room, and then when it happened, I was very vocal in my response. And, like, as soon as it cut to her in therapy, I was like, oh, God, now she's in therapy. I think I, I was literally was fucked. exactly the same. Like, I was swearing at the television just going, oh, you fucking did not. No, you fucking didn't. You know, and then, like, yeah, and then it cuts to that. I'm like, oh, Veronica. <laughs> fucking gutted. I'm broken. devastated. Broken. I didn't end. sleep oh, no. at all that night. I fucking woke up with anxiety all that night. I yep. was so fucked up about it for at least 24 it's, hours. It stuck with me for days afterwards. Like, you know, I just, He wow. will still say, like, oh, because then when I was rewatching, he's like, oh, is that one Logan? I was like, get fucked, dude. Like, you are not. <laughs> You're not yeah, going to yeah. get me upset. Just you get out. You don't have that power. Just Get out. Yeah. I also, though, going back, really liked the um, the 12 Angry Men episode that they did, the one Angry Veronica. I it's funny you said that because I was reading about, like, people's least favorite episodes before this, and that was brought up as one that even Rob Thomas felt that he didn't do a good job on because there was too much extra stuff and, like, exposition and things. And, yeah, and I thought it was quite well, like, the layer and the different bits, but... Um, yeah, I like the concept of it. I think that they could have maybe executed it slightly better. I don't know. I feel like maybe my thing is that I literally just watched that movie for the first time recently, so I was actually able to appreciate and get what the fuck was happening, and maybe that's why I was excited about it. Yeah, fair. But well, like, like, I only watched yeah. the movie after I'd seen that episode. Like, I only ah. watched the movie quite recently. And, um, yeah, and when I was watching it, I was calling back to Veronica Mars, which is quite yeah. funny, you know. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Happen, so no, that was quite good. I mean, that's a brilliant film for sure. Yeah, it's a very good movie. It was yeah. really frustrating as fuck, though. So we're not going to yeah. talk about that. Um, I think what was um, I say? the ones I didn't like. I well, it's that's the thing. Like I, I don't like watching the first few episodes, but I think it's because I've watched them too much now. Like the first two or three, like I really know mm-hmm. them inside out. Um, but if I'm going to pin down to the ones that I didn't really like the most, it would probably be like Wallace's drama from Chicago. I was like pretty uninvested in that. And my mother, the fiend, uh, the fiend was, wasn't so great where she's like yeah. finding out about her mum when she was a, at high school and stuff. I yeah, it didn't really do it for me. Yeah. But no, I loved those were kind of slower. Anything with the cliffhangers, um, anything with, you know, like that really advanced the plot. Um, oh, I think probably my favorite might have been either MAD or um, A Trip to the Dentist. Like those two episodes really gave you so much to think about and were really mind-blowing and pushed things forward. And, yeah, those were really excellent, those two episodes. Yeah, I uh, I got a little bit of a kick out of the way they would kind of pair some of their guest appearances because this show has a lot of, like, celebrity, like, guest spots or whatever. But they would have, like... Say, um, Charisma Carpenter and Allison Hannigan, both Buffy fame, and they would be, like, reading each other to filth as, like, these trashy-ass characters, which are, well, at least for Allison Hannigan, something that she had not been up until this point. Um, And the rape, I think it was the 
yeah, the Rapes of Grath. They had um, Michael Sarah and Aaliyah Shawcat from Arrested Development together. That's so, like, right, yeah. Shit like that was, like, kind of fun when, like, I would get, like, that little nod that they were doing. So, like, that was cute when they did that. Oh, they were amazing little callbacks. To, yeah, yeah, like that, like, pop culture references and... Um, yeah, there was some really clever shit like that. I was just trying to think if there were any others I liked. I quite liked that one. Um, the is, Oh, no, which one is it where um, they – it's the computer programmers who – oh, is that actually, actually the second second episode? Where she has to, like, get their secret program that they've been developing and they're stealing the money. I think it is the sec- uh, third episode of the first season like, uh, where Wallace – Probably. Um, yeah, Wallace is the girl – uh, the girl that he likes. Oh, oh. And she gets scammed talking, out of money. And yeah, Grant. you're talking to... Yes, yes, Grant. yes, yes. I quite and like she's like, it's the gamer that. girl or whatever. And like, they're yeah, developing yeah. the game. Yeah, and they send the actor Carl out there. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I like that one heaps. But I watched it so many times now. I'm like, oh, I don't want to watch it again. But yeah, that was a really good one. I love whenever Veronica kind of ropes Keith into whatever her case is that she's working like and he like kind of like gets himself down there and he just fucking crushes it whatever he's doing. Yes. Like when she's like, I oh, could it. you just come and do this thing? Yeah, because that was one of those where he comes in as yes. like the DEA dog with the DA dog or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, that was excellent. It's so and, fucking um, great. Oh, like when they're pretending that she's knocked up and they have to get the receipt from the um, oh hotel. Oh, my God. And he just has to play along with that shit. Yeah, yeah. And then the, the woman goes off to get the receipt or whatever, and he's like, too much? And she's like, yeah, I think maybe turn it Oh, yeah, okay. Like, they're just, like, <laughs> totally back to the normal cells. And then, yeah, just so much good, like, playing like that. But she does some great, um, some great like, play acting. Like, uh, the bit where she's trying to find out if the guy's cheating on his girlfriend, he's actually learning Jewish. And she does the, like, college... Um, Co-ed oh, or, yeah, you know, the like, sorority girl. Yeah, and she, like, turns up at his house and he's like, oh, my God, like, I love Nicolas Cage. He must be, like, a massive fan. And he's like, well, actually, my friend is Nicolas Cage. And I just <laughs> had to bring up Nicolas Cage because it's kind of a thing that we do at movie reviews. I know, reviews and I was years, so I thought, well, that. I well throw that in. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah, she's, oh, they just, they work so well together. There was one bit of play acting that she did. I forget. She basically is, like, having to go to this lady and get like whoever like sign in like some sign in name and she's like describing like she's, like this is what happened my friend is missing and she was raped and she's like crying and she's losing her shit and she was like explaining like what she looks like and she's like well this girl looks like that she's like oh okay bye yeah, yeah. oh it was the I did, I did a terrible was job the explaining thing. that yes i know which one i took yeah, me to the end you said that but yes, yes she was like my friend and she you know and she's my sister and the this girl was hawaiian <laughs> <laughs> oh. Thanks, bye. <laughs> yeah, that was gold. Thank but you. I was like, um, she could have been her half sister, or like, you know, yeah, or like so adopted sister. Yeah, exactly. you don't know. But There's it was all re- kinds that of was families. really. She was getting so into it, and then just like, oh, she was really okay, letting herself go there. I fucking love it. Yeah, it was gold. Freaking hilarious. Okay. I also love her phone calls. But she's like. Oh, Mr. Sheriff, I would love to uh, interview you on this topic, you know, or whatever. <laughs> and then, like, Keith picks up the phone and he's like, Veronica, you on the line? Uh, yeah, I'll just give him a minute. Yeah, okay. So anyway, Sheriff, about this. And he's just like, hangs up and, like, absolutely stricken. Like, he's just, yeah, I love that. That was fucking genius. She fucking gets him so many times. And, like, I think one of the things Veronica that they Mars did with Lamb- is smarter than me. <laughs> oh, oh, stop right? it. I love that episode, actually, because, like, when they fucking bust her with the IDs in her locker, and then, like, she has to hand over her wallet, and she's like, those actually are mine, because it's, like, yeah, all yeah, these yeah. fucking, like, IDs that she's made. He's, like, made. licensed massage therapist. She's like, mm. you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> 
just oh it's fucking quality and he thinks he's so smug and he thinks he's got her and it's also brilliant or whatever and actually then she proves him completely wrong at the end like it's just gold like she just gets him sued i have to say actually his death don lamb's death was pretty astounding they just kind of glossed over that shit though well they just threw it in the middle of nowhere like you just kind of just went oh yeah whatever he's searching house cool oh you're dead now oh oh damn yeah just dead little call out to mesh with his death where he's like i smell bread Oh, oh yeah. my God. There was something that they did um, where I'm going to pronounce the name wrong, but the guy that does the voice of Homer Simpson, Dan Castellano? Castellaneta? Uh, Castellaneta? Like so he has like an appearance, or whatever. He does like a brief little like spot on this show. And as he's exiting, somebody says, do just like Homer as he's walking out. I, I fucking missed that. Now we have to go back yes. and watch the entire oh. series to find that spot. That's amazing. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I made Dan. Jeez. I was like, wait a minute. Did I just hear that? And he was like, I heard it too. Oh, that's like, so clever. They do cute little shit like that. I love it. Yeah. So All right, Liz, is there anything else that you want to talk about with Veronica Mars before we decide who we're going to marry, bang, and kill? Um, let's see. Uh, one very quick, slight thing um, was that I was going to sort of – while I do think the show was amazing for 2004 and quite ahead of its time, if you were going to remake it now, there would definitely be some things that you would need to change. And the first thing was just, well, really the main thing is the, the isn't the LGBTQIA plus representative representation is a little problematic or touchy yes. in some places. In some ways it's really good. Like I really like in the second episode, they have this whole storyline about a trans um, woman yes. and they treat it pretty delicately which is good and I thought it was really reasonably done but it wasn't actually a trans actor and I, you'd have to have a trans actor now yeah. you couldn't have just a man playing a woman or whatever or a woman playing a trans woman like yeah so that was something that I thought was um, you know and the other thing is there wasn't a lot of really good L- LGBT characters you know they didn't really do that too much and actually they use a trans character or um, you know the when Dick gets um they play a trick on Dick and he, he hooks up with a, who we think is a mother but is actually like a oh, trans yeah, yeah, yeah. woman That's as well. Right. And, and, and it's used as a bit of a punchline and I'm like, mm, not really comfortable with that. No. Um, and it, yeah, it just would have been great if, you know, um, Mac might have been gay or Wallace or, you know, just something in there would be nice to have a bit more representation at that top level. So, and like, remember the, the um, mutually assured destruction. I really like that episode, but it is a bit of a bummer that, that they're they weaponizing use. being gay. Exactly. But, I mean, at the time, you know, the Navy was still pretty strict against it. So you could see why, but it still kind of sucks. And it would be nice if we didn't have to worry about this time. So, yeah, I didn't want to go through the whole thing saying it is perfect because it isn't perfect. It's not perfect. It's it's pretty close and especially for 2004. But, yeah, that was something that, you know, I kind of went, it would be nice to see that a little bit better. But um, Oh, go ahead. But I do want to make a call out to my favourite running gag. Ooh, what's that? Which is... The unicorns and the ponies. Oh, like, the because ponies. Veronica is this, the tough, she's this tough, angry, like hardcore bitch. She also loves unicorns. What? Girls are crazy about unicorns. <laughs> See? Oh. I, I just, I love all of that. And she's, he's like, I've got your present in here. And she's like, I can't believe you got a pony in my room. And then, like, when he gives her the graduation check and she, or like, t- airplane tickets, and she's like, shakes the envelope and she smells it. She's like, a pony? And I'm like, Yes, and I use that a lot myself. Like, if someone's oh. like, oh, well, what do you want me to get you as a present? I'm like, a pony. And they're like, I, I can't get you a pony. I'm like, oh, 
Okay. Well, then she named and like, her yeah. dog pony in season four. That's right. Yes, I love that. Like, I, I just love. Oh, and I love that she called her dog back up in season one. Like, oh, and, and he's like, make dog. sure you take back up. And then it's the dog. Yeah. Make sure you bring backup. Yep. Yeah, but I love that pony unicorns thing. Backup fucking was like oh, a backup great was backup. Amazing backup. Yeah. Backup, chill. Yeah, I um but I just love that they did that as a running joke because it just was always a little reminder that Veronica is actually a teenage girl at heart. And, yeah. you know, she does have these soft, delicate moments and she does love ponies and unicorns. And girls are crazy about unicorns. <laughs> I mean, they great. I fucking so. got a charge out of like in season four when they were not cussing, they were cussing. It just came up and like, it yes. was so cute. Like what the cuss? And what I really like about that is a little tie into the good place where they don't cuss at all because, you know, it's the, it's supposed to be the good place. So, you know, and I've started using that quite a lot. So instead of saying what the fuck, quite often I'll say what the fork. <laughs> or like if I drop something, I'm like, a fork. And it's really useful. And I really, so... I think I'd seen The Good Place before I saw that. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, that's excellent. It's, it's like so a little tie I love yeah. that. And then I loved when uh, in season one, Logan had his inspirational quotes on his voicemail. It was like a different yes. one every time. It was just so fucking douchey. And it was William just like, William H. Ugh. Thackeray. Yeah. <laughs> but he's great. Like he's Yeah, he's got like, um, I like how he gives um, his little, I like our oh, vice principal Clemens. I don't think we've oh, mentioned it at all. I love him. And he is excellent. And um, I like his little back and forth with these really smart students who are just, he just must just be face palming like half the day, right? Like, but then um, there's a bit where he's like, uh, Logan, may I have a word? And he's like, anthropomorphic, all yours, buddy. <laughs> and I just, what he's a just fucking like a jackass. Shit. Fucking Logan is such a dick. Like so much of the first is. season, he just says the shit that makes you want to just reach over and slap the fucking taste out of his mouth. I cannot believe how much I go from hating him to just fucking like cheering for him, being on his side, bawling that he's dead by the end of this thing. Like it's just such a journey. Okay, well that is an amazing segue into my Mary Bang kill because I have I have two options for this. So if it's acceptable, can I, have I go two into my Mary Bang kill? I have two options for a lot of them too. So you're good. Okay. So my first, well, I have a f- two sets, really. So my first set, I was like, to be honest, Logan's my number one guy, right? So actually, I'm going to marry Logan in season four. I'm going to bang Logan in season three. And I'm going to kill Logan <laughs> in the f- first season in the first half of, or like the first half of seasons one and two. Yeah. Because he's such a dick in he's the first half su- of seasons I one and two. To throttle his fucking neck. Oh my god! You're just like you're such a dick. And then in season three, he's actually very fuckable and very cool. And actually, season four as well. But season four, he's so together and he's such a decent he's, dude. Oh. oh, and I'm just like, yeah, I've got to marry you. So yeah, I feel like you could answer Mary Mankell all with Logan because he's his character just is such an amazing variety across the season really across does. the um, entire run so it's amazing so um, that was my first set I love that. Um, yeah um, and my second set is actually how, how do you usually do this do you all three at once or do we compare yeah ours do all three at once go for it alright okay so I think you're probably gonna disagree with my choices then here but that's okay I'm gonna marry Piz because I feel like Piz is this very like he's got a bit of humor he's a decent guy like he's tries to stick up for his girl you know and and I just liked him I think he's the kind of perfect foil to me 
like he's quite a steady guy and that's like the kind of guy that I need to be with. So Piz is definitely my marrying guy. Um, I'm going to bang Clarence Weedman because <laughs> we've given him no love and that man is pretty fit. I'm not going to lie. Like, especially season one, you know, and he's just this, and he's got such a great voice he's as well. So you know, he's got like this. serious and threatening yeah. and just like, yeah, I get that. He's just, yeah. I was just like, yep, I'd bang him. That's good. And um, finally, um, I'm, even though he died anyway, I'm still killing Beaver because he was just so fucking, like he was responsible for so much terror and destruction and in awfulness yeah. and so he's just got to go Dude, he's got to go if i have to pick a living person oh that's tough but i think it would it'd be dick probably that's a good one because he's a bit of a dick i so yeah. like they took me on a journey where i got kind of got to liking him like or at least like laughing at him and tolerating him talk, like but then was, when i rewatched season one and saw like the shit he was, I was like nah man i can't get with you boy you're you're a fucking piece of shit yeah like he does provide a comedy comedic yeah. foil in places, but I actually don't think he's needed. Like he's he's some good bits, but they're not well, necessary. Like there's one bit so. that cracked me up. Like when Logan, I guess, won't let the room service people in or out of his room, and like all the they're like basically out of class. Oh uh, yeah. And then fucking Dick traps him out on the balcony by saying like Veronica's apartment complex is on fire and locks him out there and like lets everybody fucking clean. He's like, I'm gonna take a shower. Bye. Like okay. That is fucking excellent. <laughs> That is brilliant. Yeah, that was like the one shining moment that for him. That was when I was, was like, perfect. do I like you? I'm not sure. But then like, he's yeah. just such a fucking prick. But I really, I like Ryan oh, Hansen. I've he's just, funny. I've just thought of actually what my favorite episode is. And it's only just occurred to me. It's the poker episode. Oh, it's a good one. I love the poker episode where she just um, investigates all the different people, finds out all their secrets and like, um, reveals it all at the end and like shocks them all. It's like she drinks Duncan's iced tea and she calls out um, Connor for his son tea and like all of that oh, is that just brilliant. And that's, one. I think that's the moment where Logan turns on his opinion of her a little bit. Like he sort of goes, Oh, yeah, she is pretty cool. She is pretty amazing. And that was like a, quite a key moment, I think, in the episode, in the season one. So that is my favorite that's episode. That's a really good I one. I just remembered. That's a very good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So that is my choices. All right. So and then, what about you? I did. I didn't do mine in set. So like, I when I choose these, I'm pretty bad. Like, so I pick somebody to marry is gonna have to be somebody that I won't want to fucking murder at some point in our relationship. Legit. So like, I'm gonna marry Keith because I feel like he's such a fucking good guy. He's so funny. We can fucking like banter all day. But then he's protective. He's fucking thoughtful. Like he's just a good fucking human being. I'm marrying Keith. Nice. Absolutely. He's a good dude. I'm going to bang either Leo or season four Logan because, like, season four Logan is fucking stacked. Legit. Before that, he looks 100%. way too young and it creeps me out. Like, he just looks like a fucking high school boy. So, like, I can't get on that. Uh, so, I wanted to bang him then, but I was, like, <laughs> 21. And I think the actor was actually, like, 19 or 20. So, I was like... This is fun. I'm watching this now as a 37-year-old woman. I'm like, I cannot. Yeah, so that's a little different. Yeah, but season four, he is up for grabs. For sure. And then I'm going to kill either Madison Sinclair or Leanne Mars. Like, <gasps> fuck both of you bitches. Oh, my God. Genius. Yes. I can't. Holy shit. Yes. Leanne, the fact both that she those. fucking squandered Veronica's college money, skipped out of rehab, took that $50,000 check, like, Just abandoned left her, her daughter fucking behind. family. Fuck you, bitch. 
Yeah. I, this is just shows me how amazingly in-depth the show is and how much elements there are because we just keep bringing up bits where I'm like, oh, my God, we haven't talked about I Leanne know. Mars at all. There's so many people. But, like, there's just so much to talk about. Yeah, Leanne is, yeah. Oh, She's fucking brilliant. Trash. Like We've already talked about how much we hated Madison Sinclair, but Leanne is the absolute pit. I mean, I get it. If for being, like, you're a high school mean girl, like, there's a certain level of, like, being a piece of shit I expect from you. Somebody's mother to treat them like that? You don't fucking expect that. Yeah. To steal her money for college, man. And then to take the check Come that she could have gotten. Like, not only did you waste her money, like, because she paid for you to be in rehab and you dipped, then you stole 50000 on top of that? Yeah. Fucking <sighs> disgusting. Fucking. Like, disgusting. What a Leanne, you you are the absolute villain of the piece. Yeah, you're right. Kill her. <laughs> 100%. I'm well behind this. Oh yeah. my god, Liz! I'm so happy 100%. we finally got to talk about TV together. Yeah, me too. It's it's so good. Like clearly, we're on the same page. You I know. know, like on a lot of stuff. So I would be delighted to come back anytime oh, you'd have me. By the fabulous. way, fabulous. Well, do you want to tell? And go ahead. I was just to say, and clearly, you're going to have to come I'm on uh, TV to. reviews when I do them. I, you have to. I expect an invite. Uh, yeah, like this is it. You ah! are officially invited. We'll work out the details later, but 100, you're in it. You're on it. It has to be happening. Dude, that's fucking awesome. Okay, well, do you want to tell the audience where they can find you now on Movie Reviews and 20Qs and then... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, so I... um. Well, I'm not like the original co-host of Movie Reviews and 20Qs. I do a lot of episodes now with Sam, basically since Stacey stepped back to take care of their adorable little baby. Uh, Fern, she's gorgeous. Um, Yeah, so I do a lot of episodes with Sam on Movie Reviews and 20Qs, which is a podcast where we uh, review a movie by asking 20 weird and wonderful questions about it. Um, We're mostly on Twitter at Movie Reviews In. Um, You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook um, with uh, Movie Reviews and 20Qs. M-R-I-T-Q, 20QS, I don't know. If you Google movie reviews and 20Qs, you'll find us. It's very easy. Um, we're all on all the podcasting um, platforms as well. Um, we are on Patreon where you can absolutely sponsor us if you want. Um, that buys some sweet like equipment. So I actually have like a proper shelf mounting arm and stuff. So to stop Sam whinging at me when he's editing. Um <laughs> Yeah, so that's great. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's a it's a really fun time. It's a really fun podcast. Obviously, you had a great time when you came on to sub me in like twenty minutes notice. Which, by the way, thank you. Um, but you're obviously going to have to come on again so that the three yes. of us, me, oh you, God. and Sam, can do something. That would make me so happy. And I probably should do another one with Dan as well, since I didn't actually manage to do the one with him. So it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, you know, we'll get to it. But um, yeah, yeah, uh, definitely worth uh, checking out. So, and obviously send us a message if you ever want to ask questions or anything about it or suggest a movie. I thoroughly recommend suggesting Sectronians just because it'll piss Sam off. I feel bad so, though. Yeah. So like you guys did your AMA and I recommended now a good movie instead of a bad movie. Like you'll enjoy watching it, but I don't know if the episode will be as funny. So yeah, it's a little give and take <laughs> on that regard. Oh my God, she's got COVID. I just really needed a cough just then. Um, yeah, no, look, clearly I'm quite happy to watch and talk about good movies, but I don't know if you've heard our um, reviews of Tenet or Inconceivable. We just really hated them. And it's just really funny to just sit there and be like, oh, this bit was terrible and this bit was terrible and we just, it's gold. But no, obviously I prefer to watch good movies. Um, I did just have to watch The Mummy, which I rated not so great and which M from Verbal Diorama said was the best film ever made. So it was a slightly controversial podcast. That um, sounds like you guys have a difference uh, of opinion, just a bit. 
Yeah, and then some. Um, I'm pretty sure she's like the minute that people can travel more around the world, she's going to Egypt to find the Book of the Dead and literally cast the Humdai on me. So <laughs> hopefully that'll take enough time that I can still do these other podcasts with you. But yeah, um, yeah, no, it's good, a lot of fun, and you should definitely check it out. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for coming on and just chatting to me. Oh my God, thank me. you so much I for having me. It. You guys, so I just decided so next month's episode is going to be. Um, Dan is going to come on for the first time since whenever he was last on, but we're going to talk about WandaVision next <laughs> month. So it's my newest show yes. ever because it's still technically airing, but it'll be done by the time we record. So I have a lot of thoughts, mostly because I have a lot of thoughts about comic book stuff, but then it's also, there's so much to do with like classic TV and TV through the decade. So I like to have like the nexus of that in one show. I'm really kind of excited to take apart. So That'll be next month, guys. That's amazing. Yay! Yay! Deuces, Yeah, I'm out, yo. Mic drop. Peace.
glad as God made me. And I'd rather be spelunking. This is my rather be spelunking face. This is my over the moon face. And I almost lost my voice yesterday. And I still sound a little husky today. So, but I, as I was I telling you, I think your husky sounds sexy. Yeah. As I was telling Sam, this is my sexy, like six phone operator voice, but I'm, I'm really prudish. So like, I couldn't actually do that job. I'd be like, so big boy, what are you wearing? And they'd be like, oh, you know, bro, bro, what are you wearing? And they'd be like, my underpants. <laughs> and they'd be like, oh, I want to like put my big head dick in you. And I'd be like, oh, God, I can't do this. <laughs> like, you can see I'm really uncomfortable already doing that. So like. <laughs> yeah, I had to find real work instead of being a six-phone operator. What are we talking about again? 